In a rapidly changing world, people wonder more and more about where their food comes from and how it was grown. The farmers who grow America's corn understand how important this is and want to share the stories from our farms of how we are working to grow an incredible crop that can be an answer to sustainability questions and is grown by men and women who value the air, water, soil, and our natural resources just like you. To find out more about how corn farmers are working to feed and fuel a vibrant economy and healthy planet, visit ncga.com. NCGA, a commitment to the future. Oh, motherfucker, you can't have my cornbread. That's for damn sure. Because if you try to take my cornbread, part two of my killing spree going to begin up in here on your ass right now. If you think about my cornbread, begin to taste out your mouth. That's for damn sure. Now, fuck him. Fuck this. Because I'm from New York City, goddammit. Nobody take no cornbread from me. And that goes for you and any other you motherfucking farmers want to try some shit. You fuck around with me, it's going to be consequences and What up, what up? What's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. I'm Trey Frazier. It's Maestro Styles here in the building tonight. Uh, You can catch us live right here on our website. It's barbershopsportstalkpodcast.com. Also, you can follow us on our Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Also on the Facebook page. And you can follow us on Twitter at Barbershop SPOR2. And we're also streaming live on our YouTube channel. So if you got YouTube and you're just scrolling around videos and stuff, just make sure y'all come holler at us. Subscribe to the channel on YouTube. That's what it is. It's Trey Frazier. It's Maestro Styles. Another week in the books. Let's let's kick it off, man. What's what's popping, B? Hey, man. Ain't nothing. Ready to talk some sports? Yeah, man. I, I hear you, bro. I hear you. Uh, I guess you wanna go ahead and start by talking about this win that y'all got on Sunday. I see you got the Bumblebee uh, jersey on, so we we already know what that is. Um, I mean, that's more about you know that was more about Steelers Ravens than it was last week, but. Mm-hmm. I I just feel like I need I need you know like you got the face mask on I need you to make sure you saw something. No doubt. I was the same way. <laughs> I was the I same way. My, I got my hat with the patches right here, but I realized I wasn't going to wear the hat. I wasn't about to do that. So. No doubt. No doubt. But uh, that was uh, I, I got I got to tell you because um, I was so fortunate to actually have that game air live here. Um, so I had that game and I had the, you know, Dallas game on, which we'll, you know, we'll talk about that mess in, in you know, in a little bit, but mm-hmm. I, I was, I was able to watch the Titans in the Steeler game. And I, I, I gotta tell you, I, I think the thing that sticks out to me is that when you look at the final score, 
it doesn't mm. it doesn't indicate how much domination that the Titans took at the hands of, of the Steelers. I mean, you look at those first two drives for the Steelers on offense. It was almost as if they were saying, we're going to play defense by, you know, giving you these nine-minute drives. And and that also means that Derrick Henry is on the bench and he's not out there on the field, you know, tearing it up. That that That's what it almost seemed to me like the game plan was, we're we're gonna we're gonna defend Derrick Henry by chewing up this clock, killing you on third down, and it's it's so funny about that third down stat, um, in particular with the Titans, because the announcer said that I think they were like number one in like um, third down percentage given up on defense. Meaning the they mo- were the worst team. They were the they, worst. They, third they down were the worst team. on third down. And the moment mm-hmm. and the and I didn't know that. I didn't know that going yeah. into the game, but once that announcer made that stat, that's when you started to see the Steelers, you know, seven for seven on third down. And, and, and I think that was combined, you know, both drives. I think y'all was seven for seven on third yeah. down. I think y'all had about nine minutes of time of possession that first oh, drive. Oh, you mean the first two drives? The first two drives, yes. And particularly okay, yeah. those, the particularly the first two drives because I f- I feel like y'all won the game with those first two drives, killing the clock, and not just that, but putting touchdowns on the board. That I think that was most important. Yeah, I feel like um, I feel like that score was very telling of how the game went. Um, it's it's a tell of two halves for me. The first first half was utter domination um the second half was not and and if i gotta be honest um it was more so because of pittsburgh mistakes but uh nonetheless it was because nonetheless it was a tell of two halves uh the titans played a uh better second half mm-hmm. um and let's be clear gostowski missed the uh, 40 or so yard field goal to tie the game up at overtime um, when Pittsburgh had completely lost momentum in that game. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was a penalty here, a missed tackle there that had A.J. Brown run, uh, break one free. Yeah. Uh, the interceptions. Know, you know, three uh, – well, yeah, the interceptions even though um, – even though – Particularly the last one. Particularly that well, last interception. And that's that was just and that was I guess that was the worst interception or the no I, I don't like the halftime throw either but um, mm-hmm. you know that was a good thought process that throw to Juju Smith in the end zone he just didn't have good ball placement on it but that's that's a throw that you that you want that throw um, mm-hmm. he should he should have threw it higher for Juju but um, that's the kind of, you know if you're trying to put a team in the, in in the dirt. Um, those are the type of plays. I, you know, I didn't have a problem with the play call. I had a problem with the the ball placement mm-hmm. of that in that throw. Um, then the one that got tipped up in the air. Like the point is, is that we were, we had three bad um, three bad interceptions that uh, well two bad interceptions at bad times. The third one was you know going into halftime, but mm-hmm. uh, two bad interceptions at bad times. Um, I, I feel like as good as the De- as good as the game Deontay Johnson had. Um, it wasn't a perfect one. He had a few drops that um, he needed to catch if he's going to be take the next step at wide receiver. Um, 
I mean, hell, James Conner had a bad fumble that he got back, but uh, he it, it was undoubtedly a bad fumble. Uh, it's it, look, not a perfect game. I'll take the W. Uh, definitely, definitely a a, a a hot one of those heart attack games that I like to call them, mm-hmm. where you know you know you at the edge of your seat. Yeah, you know you being take you getting take through a whole lot of emotions because you know obviously. But I, I'll be honest. I knew that even going into halftime, I'm like, okay, man. If we was talking about thirty points, you know, that we had scored thirty, thirty-one mm-hmm. in the uh, first half. Mm-hmm. Okay, then then I would have felt confident that we had eliminated Derrick Henry out of the equation. Mm-hmm. Um, but with uh, a twenty-point lead, I didn't feel like we had eliminated him out of the conversation, out of the game. For, uh, you know, and we had a whole another half of football to play. So um, mm-hmm. I, I do also want to credit this Pittsburgh for keeping him at bay, um, even in the second half when they, uh, you know, continued to make an attempt to get the running game going. Yeah, and the Titans had some opportunities really like early in that second half where once the defense was able to kind of, you know, get themselves right, offensively they had some penalties like they had a couple false starts where it kind of put them in like third and long situations and they couldn't convert so I thought those were kind of the difference in possibly the Titans pulling off you know the comeback victory I I, I thought that was critical and Gostowski I, I I tweeted about this the other day I'm like man this dude has been he's been off since not being on the Patriots yeah. Like he's 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 missed six field goals already. I think this season. Oddly enough, though, um, he's like five. He's like he's only missed like I think he's perfect over fifty yards though. Perfect over fifty yards. I did see that stat. Yeah. I did see that stat. But just kind of overall, you know, field goals. He, I mean, he's not what he once was, or at least he's not you know kicking like he once was. You know, I mean, but I felt like I, I think if you watched a couple. Of the Patriots games in his, you know, his last year, mm-hmm. in with the Patriots, you you, you saw the decline. You saw the decline. Mm-hmm. Do you, I wonder how much of that was pressure in the sense that the Patriots offensively, you know, weren't all that great last year, and I, and I think they were oh. leaning a little bit more on him, in you know, in, in certain cases. I mean, it wasn't you know the whole season. I just thought there were moments last year where. You know, the Patriots wasn't looking much of anything on offense in several spots. And then they called on him, you know, to start making some kicks. And, you know, kind of what you alluded to, you started to see some slippage there. Yeah, I, I can't put pressure on kickers. You only you, you just only do one thing. I can't really go for that pressure thing. No, I, I, I agree with that part of it. It's just that when you got Tom Brady for all these years... And these guys convert touchdowns so much where you're not as utilized as like maybe a a Justin Tucker, you know, when he first, you know, got in the league, you you know, you're not counted upon as as much. But I believe he was counted on a little bit more last year with the Patriots than he ever was throughout his career. I mean, that's just that's just my opinion. Just I feel like that's more reason you make it. What's that? I feel like that's more reason you make it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're you're right. I mean, you do one thing: you, you kick the ball through the upright. Kick that's the, the, only, yeah. that's, 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 that's what you do. That's the only thing you do. 
Yeah, I can't um, really. Um, I mean, you know, I I do understand that a kicker's uh, it's a rhythm thing. Like if if you're doing it, then you know you you're in the flow of it. And when you're and when you're out when you're in your funk, and I say this all the time about kickers, like you have a bad year, a bad season, it's really mm-hmm. hard as a kicker to come back that next year and and have a good year. Like a lot of kickers don't come back from that funk once they have it. Yeah. Um, so, so certainly, um, I get it. He, he, he may be in a funk. Uh, he, or he may have been in a funk that year in new England. Yep. Seems as if he's not, he hasn't came back from that funk. Yeah, it, it definitely seems like it. But, um, but nonetheless, man, that, that was, uh, I'd have to say, um, you know, rooting for the Titans in the game on Sunday and just the kind of way the second half kind of played out. It was, I mean, it was a really, you know, good game in comparison to some of the other early games that was going on around the league. I mean, there was a lot of like blowouts. Game you know, of the week place. again. What's that? Game of the week again. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty, pretty, pretty much game of the week. Um, Two I weeks mean, in a row, and and clearly going to be the game of the week next. Clearly, week. clearly, yeah, clearly the game of the week uh, this coming Sunday. Um, I, I, it's funny cause, uh, and, and shout out to Chibs. Um, he was, he was on Twitter the other day and he was talking about how the game should have been flexed to Sunday night. And I would have been all for that, you know, night game, national audience and all that, you know, I would, I would have been up for all that. The problem, sure. the problem is, is that when you got the Cowboys, in that slot was scheduled in that slot for the night game, regardless of how good they look, regardless of how terrible they look, the league is never flexing out a Cowboys game out of prime time. I think um, the other point is, is that CBS is not going to give up the viewership they're going to give for the Baltimore Steelers game. That's part of it to too. Whoever else is going to, whoever else would, would have had to be there. Yep. That, that, yep. Yeah, that, 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 that's part of it too. That, mm-hmm. that that is that is definitely part of it. No question about that. But um, speaking of the Cowboys, well, first let me uh, say what up to a couple people in the chat here. Uh, Big Kev three hundred three. What's happening? What's going on? And then we got D Greatest from South Central repping X Squad. He's got his Dodgers okay. logo up. Hoping to cl- close that thing out tonight. Close it out was, tonight. Yep. Was good. Was good. Appreciate everybody in the chat. Um. Let, you do you have anything else on the game? Um, no, nah, I mean look, again, that really again it's just hey man, I say this, we undefeated. We are the only undefeated team in the NFL. Um, and regardless of how long that may or may not last, that's just what it is. Too bad your team, not just your team Trey, but every other team who got something to say about us out here uh celebrating our being undefeated. Kick rocks, cause y'all not, and we are. Well, I will look. say this too to add to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I seen ESPN Power Rankings, and they have us as number one. I will admit, I don't like it. Um, now, now, why is that? Um, I don't, I don't, I don't want the spotlight. Um, two, I don't. I mean, I get that we're undefeated, but I don't per se put my. Um, my, I don't base my rankings per se just on record. We're not playing the best football in the NFL right now. That's just a fact. 
Look, man, uh, Mike Greenberg is already, like, got y'all in the Super Bowl, bro. Like, I, I got us in the Super Bowl, so, I mean, like, like, like this, I got like, us in the Super Bowl. Nah, I mean, but not but not only that, but this dude talking about, like, you know, y'all the best team, like, period. Like, you know, in the AFC, like, it's, it's I mean, he made it seem like, oh, it's Pittsburgh, and that's it. Like, it's, like, like, like the defending Super Bowl champs ain't still... You know, hanging around. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, 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 like the Pittsburgh Steelers aren't in the toughest division in football. Like, I mean, let's let's right. pump the brakes a little bit here. You know, I think the AFC is is a lot stronger this year than than it's ever been, and that's not including the Patriots, which is uh, you know <laughs> a, a first in a long time for me to say. Makes but, me cr- makes me proud. Uh, I I, I, I love it. The Cam. I hate uh, that it's happening to Cam, but it makes right, me proud. Right, right. I I I hate that Cam has to go through what he's going through there. But I mean, to see the Patriots at two and four, and you know they they possibly like I I just saw this earlier today. They were trying to shop Stephon Gilmore, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh okay, <laughs> all right. I'll 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 take Stephon Gilmore. I I, I wouldn't mind. Man, if y'all y'all get Stephon Gilmore with the rest of that team, yeah, uh, with with that cornerback crew, yeah, with that defense crew. I mean, shit, y'all just got it, Doc. Who's your DaCosta? What's this? What's y'all GM name again? Eric DaCosta. Yeah. Um. You know, I know this supposed to be Ravens hate week, but I, I I gotta I gotta say. Um, he's doing a hell of a job. So I got a question about Eric DaCosta, right? So I'm, I'm in one of these Ravens Facebook groups and I'm scrolling down my timeline and someone had said that Eric DaCosta is a better general manager than Ozzie Newsom. Now I sat back and I said, I, I said, you know what? Eric DaCosta is not a better GM than Ozzie Newsome yet. But... Yeah, I won't put so much stock into that, like, right now. Right. He's not a better GM than Ozzie Newsome just yet. Here's what's different about Eric DaCosta. He's taken more swings during these seasons. Like, he, you know, he did it last year when he picked up Marcus Peters. Mm-hmm. And now you see it with the Des Bryant signing to the practice squad, which I hope you know, he gets on the 53-man immediately. Um, also, Yannick Ngakwe, we got that pickup. And I just read somewhere on Twitter that he was trying to trade for Zach Ertz out of Philly. Yeah, yeah, so, I read that too. So the difference really is, is that Eric DaCosta is just, you know, taking more swings than Ozzie Newsome ever did, you know, during, you know, during the season. That's season, really, right. Yeah, that that's really the difference. It's not so much that he's better. Um, I mean, you got to give him time to really, you know, prove that. But I just think he's just taking a lot more swings right now, and, yeah. and he's being more more aggressive. I, I think that's the best word to put it. Is that Eric DaCosta is more aggressive than Ozzie Newsom? I, I, I'll attest to that statement. Well, that's the that's that's probably the last nice thing I'll say about Baltimore this week. So. I get that out. I'll get that out the way. I don't expect no nice things from anybody this week. From anybody, not just you. I don't. I don't. I don't expect anything. I, I expect a W from my team on Sunday. That that's about man, it. Man, man, that thing about that thing about expectations. 
other other than that, other than that, I don't expect nothing less. Give me bring all the hate. That's that's ain't gonna be no look. Hey bring, brother, bring, bring hey, all the hate. I tell you what, <laughs> I tell you what, I feel good about Pittsburgh's chances, so I ain't got no hate. Uh, oh, you should feel good. You're undefeated. I, good. I would, I would, I would never tell a Steeler fan under, to not feel it's not good. Under, it's not even about. I mean, it's not so much about undefeated. That run defense is serious. All right, we we that gonna run find out. That run defense is the real deal. We we gonna find out. We gonna find out against my boys on Sunday. We we definitely gonna do that. And and speaking of boys, man, can, can we can we transition to the Cowboys? In in just how pathetic. <laughs> They are, and how they've looked. <laughs> everybody, yeah, fire everybody, man. Look, <laughs> fire everybody. Yeah, that's all. Fire. Mike McCarthy got to go. Man, yeah. got to go. Nolan got to go. Yeah. Um, man. This is a wash. This is a wash season. Let me be very clear. And let me be clear. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I, owe, I owe Dak Prescott an apology because I said, um, you know, when he saw his when he tore his AC uh, ankle, I'm sorry, when he uh, injured his ankle, yeah, I said that um that they should still be able to make it to the playoffs with Ant, with the play of Andy Dalton, and nah, they need Dak more than ever right now. Nah, Dak Prescott, his stock right now is just it just keeps getting larger and larger. His yeah. his, his price value. It just keeps going all the way up. Andy Dalton was not the answer. No, but I mean, let's let's be real. Like you, you look at the rest of the football team, and I'm not talking about Washington. I'm talking about the Cowboys. It, you know, the team and the roster, and you know these guys. I mean, there's talent on this team. I mean, some of these guys got contracts. They got paid. Amari Cooper got his money. Jalen Smith got his money. Demarcus Lawrence. Uh, Zeke, who right now Zeke is Zeke is playing some Zeke is playing some terrible football right now. Yeah, um, I mean I I can't put it no other way. Like you you the you the focal point of the offense. Like you the best player on the team right now, and you you just you just not living up to standards right now. You're not living up to the contract at this point. Um, th- yeah, th- this this team. Cats is going to be making business decisions if they haven't already throughout for the rest They're of the season. They're clearly making business season decisions right now. They're not playing for their coach. Yeah, they you know they got players talking about the coaches don't know what the hell they're doing, and you know and and I think they're right about that. Just so I'm clear, I think they're right about the coaches not knowing what they're doing. I don't know if they're right or wrong. <laughs> I know that I know that the players came out and said what they said. And that's a problem. Yeah, well, that's players true. Shouldn't be coming, players shouldn't be coming out speaking ill will of their coaches, um, whether it's warranted or unwarranted. But the fact that they felt like, ooh, let's go tell our agents or go out in public and tell who mm-hmm. we need to tell about what's going on in-house is a problem. And yeah. if you don't have that post on your team, then maybe it's time for you to go. And that's what it is with Mike McCarthy. That's what it is with Mike Nolan with this terrible defense, with these yeah. uh, with this terrible personnel. I mean, look, yeah, that yeah. back that back four is trash. Period. They're trash. Yeah. The, the secondary is bad. <laughs> you know, yeah. 
it's not much to say about the front. I mean, really, it's not nothing to say about none of this defense right now. And um, if it's because then uh, maybe Alvin Smith is the only, I can't even say bright spot, the only thing, I don't know what to call Alvin Smith. It's, it's a, it's, I call Alden Smith a nice story, a nice comeback story. That's about it. Yeah. yeah. That's, that, that's it. Uh, other than that, there, there's just really nothing, like, there's it's no, nice there's no hope. Yeah. What's that? What's that? I said there's nothing to speak about. This season is a wash, officially. Yeah, officially. yeah. Yeah, I, I I got NFL Network on my TV right now, and they was just showing the Cowboys' remaining schedule. Bruh, I, I could see them losing every game down the stretch, bruh. Even against the Bengals, even against the Vikings, mm-hmm. even against, you know, the rest of the division, which, I mean, let's not act like the rest of the division is, you know, 100 times better than them, um, in, in terms of standings, anyway. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I, I just don't see how the Cowboys win another game and i'll this be honest with you whooping. what's that this was an ass whooping oh football yeah team had it you got an ass whooping by the football team let's be very clear on what happens today you got an ass whooping by the football team um a loss okay you accept the loss it's like all right we you know we we ain't got everybody here you know well we ain't got Dak here mm-hmm. and you know i get it if you lose that was an ass whooping yeah. yeah, yeah. Shout out to the football team, though, man. Uh, Terry McLaurin, uh, you saw my man burn. What's yep. his name? Right mm-hmm. after they was talking smack, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm like, fam, you can't talk smack and then you get burnt get like burnt that. Yeah, you 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 can't do that. And um, what's what's my Gibson, man? The shout, running back, shout to Gibson at the running. Uh, Gibson, Antoine, Antonio, Antoine Gibson, one of them two. Yep. Yep. Yeah, he had a he had a he had a good game too, man. Man, um, it, it's it got to be refreshing for Redskins fans because from preseason, well, not preseason, but leading up to the season, yeah, all all, all Redskins fans want to tell me about is how you know with AP leaving, Antoine Gibson is about to be the guy. You know, he's like a two or three, uh, I think it's right. second or third year or something like that, and he's like six feet tall, and he's going to be the guy. And I kept looking for him. I even picked him up on my fantasy just to see, you know, mm-hmm. the, you had to have a uh, have a good look on him and see what he's doing. Yeah. And um, he wasn't doing that, so I cut him. And seems like I should have waited for this game because I could have used the points this week. <laughs> yeah, he 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 had he had a really good game on Sunday, man. And career the, game for that matter. And and the defense, and I mean. The front four for Washington, we knew was like the strength of their football team. Uh, they they really, I mean, it, it, it was really just easy for them because you know you got the Cowboys' offensive line that's got yeah. you know second string guys on it, uh, yeah. which which I didn't even know was the case going into the game. Like Zach Martin's not there, Tyron Smith's not there, the two other Tyron guys, yeah. Yeah, I mean, right. we knew Tyron Smith was out for the year. I knew that um, uh, 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 what's his name got injured the game before. Um, who's the tackle you just said? Not, not Smith. Oh, um, Zach Martin. Um, Zach Martin got injured the game before. Mm-hmm. Um, Frederick is, you know, he's been out all year. Um, you know, we, you know, I knew that they had had they're they're having issues that often in the offensive line. Um, like I. You know, I, you're right in your assessment, man. They're just going to be bad for the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah. Um, Andy Dalton get well soon. 
That's, I mean, yeah. <laughs> get get well soon, bro. That man, that, that was a, that was a head hunt, bro. I don't care what nobody say. That I agree. Head, I agree. That was a head hunt. Hundred percent. I, 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 and and you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if the Redskins called it on the field. You know, mm-hmm. if you find that if you see that opportunity, go get it. Yeah, it's it's possible. It's possible. I wouldn't be surprised. Do, do, how much stock do you put in the fact that? After Dalton got, you know, took the blow to the head, that um, none of the Cowboys, you know, wanted no smoke. Like they just was, you know, standing around and was like, "Yo, you good?" And you know, Bostic just kind of walked off because he knew he was going to get that ejection. How, how much stock um, do you put in that? How much? Um, I do put stock in that. Um, I think that's a look. I'm not saying rip the whole field apart. I'm saying make him realize he made like make let him know that we ain't like nah man we don't play that mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. I, I really do I really do feel like that's indicative of their season. Like they don't care. Mm-hmm. That I, I I do put stock in it. I, I do put stock in it. That's just that's just natural when you fuck with who you fuck with. Mm-hmm. You you defend that person. I mean that's ain't I mean ain't that football one on one like you you hurt my quarterback. You do something blatant to my quarterback, and you got to catch backlash. I can't recall a time where that's happened in Pittsburgh, where somebody uh, did something like that to my quarterback, and Marquise Pouncey wasn't right there. Yeah, I don't care if Andy Dalton was the backup quarterback and he kind of came onto the team late in the off season. I don't care that guys might not be as familiar with him as they are with Dak Prescott. The fact is, is that that's your quarterback on the team. He's wearing the same colors. He's wearing the same logo. He's wearing the same uniform as you guys. So anytime, you know, football, that's a team sport. It's, you know, you know, y'all supposed to rumble in the alley. Like that's That's how, that's the mentality. But that's what happens when there is no veteran presence on that offensive line. Because mm-hmm. it's the offensive line's job to protect your quarterback. Man, and yeah. they didn't do it. I mean, hell, I mean, you know, like when the quarterback gets sacked, you know, normally the offensive lineman goes, you know, gets him up. You know, mm-hmm. that's, that's, you know, that's their job to protect the quarterback. I mean, there was no veteran presence right there really to uh, attack John Bostick in that case. But then, hell, skilled players don't know the rules. Mm-hmm. So now I'm looking at Ezekiel Elliott crazy. I'm looking at uh, Schultz or whatever Titan was in during that play. Right. Um, Mar- yeah, I mean, Mario Cooper, yeah. Gallup, yeah, yeah. Like somebody, somebody need to push him, need to do something because nah, that that wasn't like a uh, that was a head hunt. That's what that was. Yeah, yeah. And even if they didn't believe, and even if they didn't see it that way initially. I'm sorry, it should be second nature, they, like, yo, no, nah. They, no, and, 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 and quite frankly, whether it was a headhunt or wasn't, he deserved the ejection. I don't care about oh, yeah, 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 the yeah, momentum. Yeah, yeah I, I don't care about you couldn't slow your momentum down. Is and, there somebody, you know, was there somebody defending that? Um, Not that I know of. Yeah, I was about to say. Cause, not cause not that I know of. But the ejection, the, the, the ejection yeah. is the ejection is warranted he regardless been, he of intent. Been fine. He should be fine. That minimum or Suspe- suspended. I mean, I, yeah. I, I heard cat, I heard cats calling for him to get suspended for I'm the next against, game. I'm not against that. Yeah, I'm not against that. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not against that either. And they decided the league that is that they're not going to suspend him. 
which yeah. is which is very shocking to me. So yeah, um, so yeah, um, man, the, the, the Cowboys are just it's just a mess right now. So I heard Jerry Jones today told one of the radio hosts that he does this. I guess he does this weekly. You mm-hmm. know, radio show in Dallas. Mm-hmm. He told the told the host to shut up and let me talk, whatever. Because the, the guy asked him, like, "Yo, do you you know, do you feel like there's leadership in the locker room?" And you know, Jerry kind of danced around the answer and was like, "You know, you talk, he was like, you talking about the offensive line? You talking about the, the defense? What do you? He's like, what are you, what are you talking about?" And the guy's like, "Yo, I, I specifically asked you, <laughs> do you <laughs> believe that there's leadership on this football team? I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't say nothing about the skilled players. I didn't say nothing about the running backs. I said the team. Do you feel like there's leadership on this football team? And right. yeah, he 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 got a little snarky um, for about a couple minutes, and then he finally was like, "Look, when I look when I walk into the locker room, there is." I don't I don't get the sense that there's no leadership there. I kind of took that as he knows Jerry, no leadership in there. Well, no, not just that. I I kind of took that as him saying he's the leadership and not anybody else in that locker room. That's that that's just me. No, okay, yeah, I, I I think he knows there's no leadership in that locker room, and um, he was he was dancing around the conversation. Mm-hmm. Because he didn't want to give a direct answer, and he hoped whoever was asking him that question would just accept whatever bullshit he was spewing yeah. and move on to the next subject. But it's clear, and, and I respect whoever that guy was because it needs to be noticed and said that y'all don't have y'all don't have leadership in the locker room. No. They don't. Dak is gone, and don't nobody, and, and, and there's nobody else to lean on. Not a Ezekiel Elliott. Not a Amari Cooper, not a, you know, a Demarcus Lawrence or a right. Van Der Esch. You know, a Van Der Esch is a guy who's been there long, been right. there for a while. Demarcus Lawrence is a guy who's been there for a while. Right. Um, there is nobody accepting leadership responsibilities in, in, in that locker room. And it may be because of how they feel about Mike McCarthy. That may be true. Yeah. How they feel about Mike Nolan. That may be true. But, um, you know, as players, I feel like even if you got a gripe with your coach and you don't feel like they're doing the right things, at the end of the day, if you're trying to win football games, somebody got to step in and be a leader in that locker room and, and, and coach, uh, you know, not coach, but coach other players on, on you know, how things need to be done on a day-to-day and, and guide players on how they should be moving mm-hmm. on a day-to-day and in the game for that matter. So, um, yeah, they don't have leadership, and I think Jerry Jones knows that. And hell, Andy Dalton, like like niggas don't respect Andy Dalton. And and I left this one point out earlier. They showed a clip where they were on the sideline, the offense that is, and Andy Dalton was just ripping into his offensive linemen because they, you know, one of them missed a block or whatever. And this was yeah, be. right before, you know, we got, you know, hit in the head. But yeah, he, he was he was ripping them and rightfully he so. Be ripping them. Yeah, yeah. But he should be ripping them. I would say that's what leaders do. Yeah, when they when they on their bull when it's when their people's is on their bullshit, you gotta go in there and get in and, and get in some my shit and like yo, like what are yeah. what are we doing? And I mean, and and quite frankly, you talk about leadership. That might have been one of the bright spots of leadership 
seeing Andy Dalton rip into his offensive lineman. It's unfortunate that That's when he reason. got hit in the head that nobody, you know, wanted to, you know, come to bat for him. And and that kind of tells a story. And if I'm and, and, and I ain't gonna hold you, if I'm Andy Dalton, I don't wanna play no more. You don't want to play no more, period, or you don't want to play for Dallas? No, like for Dallas. <laughs> okay, okay. I I, I figured that's what you meant. I I, I figured that. Yeah, I don't want to play no more because they don't even want – they don't want to block. My, mm. You know, don't nobody want to coach nothing up. Look, and I get it. He'll play, obviously. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I don't, look, I don't want to play. Am I, the way I'm saying it, put the that Nucci. young boy in there, let him run for his life because he's young the and he can still Nucci. do it. Yeah, ben, he ben still run, He's young. He can still run for his life. <laughs> Let him run for his life. Uh man, sound like a sound like a a, a mobster, Ben Denucci. Man, he'll be he ain't gonna be no mobster on this on next football field for the rest of the year if he get to play. I was, yeah, I was gonna say he, he gonna be running for his life, man. Mm-hmm. He probably I, but he'll probably play. He'll probably play this Sunday though. Yeah, yeah, he definitely will. Cause uh, yeah. Mandy Dalton will still be under that protocol for concussions. I mean, he might get cleared. I mean, you never know. Nah, that's true. Yeah, that, that's true. It doesn't take long yeah. to get cleared for that kind of stuff. So how much – I thought about this, and we can move on from the Cowboys. Because um, I, I brought the point up that I, I just don't think they're going to win another game this year. And you're going to the draft. You're going to be one of the worst teams in football. I'm, I'm, hearing, I'm hearing some things about Trevor Lawrence in Dallas. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing, like, that's a real possibility. Not that it's set in stone or anything, but yeah, that's sure, a, that. but that that's a real possibility. Um, I mean, I, I I'll say this: I don't think they I don't think they're going to get the number one pick. That's that's one thing, right? Um, I think if they don't win another game, then the Jets will have what <laughs> zero or one win. I was going to uh, say because the Jets right now they're the favorite to get the number one pick right yeah. now. Yeah, they're clearly the favorite. So if that's the case, I don't. I mean, Dallas might get number two, and then it's a matter of what uh, you know. Obviously, what the Jets going to want to do. They might. Um, yeah, right. And in that case, and if I'm being honest, in that case, I don't think that uh, Dallas will get Trevor Lawrence. Um, and I know we spoke about what my strategy would be, but I don't think that would be if you were the Jets, right? If, if you I were, were the Jets, Jets right? If yeah. it, like you know, and we spoke about my strategy. If I were the Jets, I would try to see if I could. Uh, make one more shot at putting a team together around Sam Donald. But mm-hmm. um, I could see the Jets, them, you know, saying, mm-hmm. all right, let's just go get Trevor Lawrence. He's the biggest, you know, the biggest uh, draft pick or whatever, or Justin Fields. Yeah. But then that might work out for the Cowboys because if they get Justin Lawrence, then Justin Fields, who is, whose stock is rising, um, yep. is right there at number two. So That's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I don't want to forget about Justin Fields. He, he had a great game, uh, over the weekend too, man. Yeah. But, but um. So just, just, just to kind of redo that exercise with the Jets. So you're the owner of the Jets. You're you're, you're firing Adam Gates, right? You, you, yeah, of course. You're firing Adam, Adam Gates. Should be fired now. Yeah, I agree with that. You, you you're keeping Joe Douglas as a GM, right? Um, um, I hadn't thought about that, but if mm-hmm. I if you if you're putting my foot to the fire, um, I fire him too. He's out of there. You you, you get him up out of there. He's out of there. Mm, okay. He still got Adam Gates right here on his team. Yeah, and and that's the crazy thing about it because Adam Gates kind of vouched for Joe Douglas. If you remember 
um, a couple drafts ago, McCagnan did the draft and then they got him up out of there for Joe Douglas, like mm-hmm. right after the draft. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that 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 would be kind of crazy for that to happen. I agree with you. Adam Gates should be going now. If I'm the GM of the if I'm the owner of the Jets, my first order is get rid of Adam Gates. And I disagree with you in a sense of Joe Douglas. I'm I'm going to keep I'm going to keep Joe Douglas around and I'm going to allow Joe Douglas to put this, co- you know, pick the next coach, put a staff around him, you know, deal with the draft. If, you know, if you're the number one pick, you, you, you pick the best guy there. And that best guy is either going to be Trevor Lawrence or it's going to be Justin Fields. Why? Why keep Joe Douglas in your mind? Why I keep Joe Douglas? Because Joe Douglas really hasn't. Um, I, I don't see any fault on the side of Joe Douglas when it comes to how many years? How many years team. is Joe Douglas in the team? He's only done one draft with the Jets. Remember, okay. he came in after they did that draft a couple That's years it. ago. Mm-hmm. So he's only had one draft, and let's re- and also remember, he didn't draft Sam Darnold either. So that's the, you know, and I'm and I'm getting that from, you know, cats up north. Cats are talking about, you know, this is a real possibility because, you know, like we talked about when guys come in there and they don't, you know, they're not familiar with, you know, the people that's there. They want to kind of get their own people in there. So how long do it take to realize how long how long have we been saying Adam Gates should be fired? Since last year. Does Joe Douglas have the power to fire Adam Gase? That's a very good question. Um, I I don't know. Does he at I, least have the pull to make the conversation that hey maybe we need to go find another coach? I I think he does. Yeah, I I, he, I, I, I think he does. Um, this is this is me at this is me at Jets owner as Jets owner. Yeah. Um, why haven't you fired Adam, Adam Gase yet? I'm looking at that. And I'm uh, looking at that. Like you well, said, you're saying you're saying that he's mm-hmm. uh, he enough. You know, he hasn't done anything to be the problem here. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that he is essentially the reason why the problem may or may not still exist in the fact that Adam Gates is still the head coach. Can I play doubles advocate to that? Sure. I I would say that it may be smart to keep Adam Gase for the rest of the season because we know he's a bad coach. We know that, you know, when it's time to make adjustments, he can't make them. So if we're in this position and we just shipped off Jamal Adams and, you know, we didn't pay Robbie Anderson and, you know, some of these other cats and they, and they levy, right. Levy, like, like they can't even fit Levy on bill in the offense. Like that. I mean, that's, that's real telling. So for me, I would my response to that would be maybe it is a good thing to guarantee that you're going to get the number one pick, you know, in in this coming draft to finish last, even if it means you don't win a game this season, you go zero and sixteen, and you're on the wrong side of history. Well, let's be clear. Well, I ain't gonna say let's be clear because we don't know. A zero and sixteen team gets you fired as a GM in my book. It should. I, I I agree that in any other circumstance, it should. I I think in this particular case, the the you way that one? what's that you can't get one. 
one win? Yeah, you, you should be able to, but going into the season, it, it, this was one of the tougher schedules around football. You can't give me one win? <laughs> Uh, listen. You can't I, give me I, one win. I, 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 listen, I, I, I believe that you should be able to get one win. I also believe that in this case, with with this particular situation, I, I just, I just think, as far as the GM goes, he's he's done. I mean, he's really done nothing to really prove himself. I mean, he kind of came into the, you know, situation and maybe didn't realize how bad Adam Gase was as a coach. He probably yeah. ex- he probably accepted the job not realizing this dude's terrible at what he does. Well, then that means you wasn't doing your homework. You know, may- hey, maybe. May I mean, and and quite frankly, and you know it's who- him's job to do his homework. Sure, and, and quite frankly, you know who else wasn't doing their homework? Mm-hmm. The guy at the top, the owner. Yeah, but the could, owner is the owner. We can't do nothing about that. Could, no, I, I understand that. I understand. I'm just making the point that you saw Adam Gase twice a year for three years. You saw how bad he was, and yet you decided, huh, let me go get this guy. <laughs> you know? Yeah, see, yeah <laughs> but, in the, but in the Joe Douglas conversation, I'm not, I'm not going to add that. I'm not going to add that to the Joe Douglas conversation. Mm-hmm. Joe Douglas, uh, Joe Douglas got a dude that he know is trash. He knew he was trash coming in because if he's uh, in the, I mean, hell, he's in the NFL. He That's where mm. he works, inside the National right. Football League. He right. knows Adam Gase is trash. Right. He now, we didn't hire Adam Gase. Let, let's be clear. He no, no, didn't hire not, Adam not, Gase. I get okay. that. I get that. Okay. I get that. I'm mm-hmm. saying that if you a watcher of football, mm-hmm. just a watcher, just a spectator, Yeah. he's an insider. So he knows not only does he can, that can he watch watch the Dolphins play and see they was trash. Yep. But he, he can hear all the information about what, what other coaches are saying, what other players are saying, yeah. you know, whatever uh GMs are saying about him. He he hears those conversations. Mm-hmm. Hell he's in those conversations. Okay, he goes there and for a year he's trash. Adam Gates is trash. Mm-hmm. Not only is he trash as a football coach, but he's pissing off the best players on the team and uh and Jamal Adams. Then Which he has a history of, by the way, going back to Miami. All people, right. So mm-hmm. if I'm Joe Douglas, if I'm looking at Joe Douglas, he needs to be fired. You can't even keep you can't even get you can't even keep players like you can't even get players that want to play for you. But that's on Joe it's, Douglas or is that on Adam Gates that you no, can't get players on, to play for that's you? That's on Adam Gates, but it's but if it's Joe Douglas's job to assess the football team and the football operations, mm-hmm. the problem is Adam Gates. And if you haven't identified that problem or made the necessary moves to mm-hmm. rectify the problem of the yep. franchise, mm-hmm. then maybe you're not a good manager of a football franchise. And that and, and Maestro, that may be possible. Um, I don't, I don't I'm think I'm firing them if I'm the owner. That's, that's why I'm saying if I'm the owner, I'm firing them. Sure. And, and you know what? It wouldn't shock me either way what happens to Joe Douglas, but I'm, I'm just gonna, I'll, I'll defend Joe Douglas in this sense. I won't. That if you on this team and you're watching the coaching and you didn't hire this coach and yeah, you, you accepted the job. You he the coach vouched for you in some way. And you realizing this guy's not good at coaching football, 
So you know what? This is this is what happens. You trade Jamal Adams. You're making these moves, and you know maybe I may, maybe this is the strategy. I don't know. I I I don't know. Is this the strategy to get worse, just to get better in the off season? Maybe, maybe yeah, not. I I, yeah, I, I, I I don't I don't know. I don't let's know. Let's be clear, Jamal Adams. Let's be clear, Jamal Adams was disgruntled. They didn't get rid of him as a part of a strategy. They got rid of him because he didn't like playing for the team. Sure, um, but I'm I'm talking about everything as a whole. I'm I'm not cherry picking. The situations, like we know what happened. Le'Veon Le'Veon Bell. Bell. We know Le'Veon Bell wasn't happy. Sure, I'm uh, again not cherry picking. You know the different situations, just kind of overall as a whole. Of I mean, going back to last season, they let Robbie Anderson walk. He was one of their best players. <laughs> like that's that's a part of the equation here. So, <laughs> may, may, okay, maybe. So- yeah, what? I disagree. I, I I won't I won't keep spectating with you. I disagree. I think the team is falling apart because the GM is bad and the coach is bad. They should and, and if they go over sixteen, hell, if they go one and fifteen, mm-hmm. I fire them both. I mean, look that again. I I think that's what anybody would do if you don't win a football game, unless you're the Cleveland Browns and you keep Hugh Jackson. But that's a you know entirely different you know situation. But yeah, I mean. I don't think there's a surprise in that. They're not I even just... making moves to get better this year. Like and and I like they're not they're not doing anything but just coming on the field and being ass. Mm-hmm. Right. They like lost, they just lost to a team. They just lost to a Buffalo team last week that didn't score a touchdown. Right. The kicker basically beat them. But you know that that's the that Jets. Basically, the kicker beat them. The the, the Jets. The, that's the Jets. That I mean they'll they'll lose. You know they'll get blown out one week. Then they'll, you know, they'll act like they're competitive for half. And then, I, and I don't know if you saw these stats on Sunday, Maestro, but they had negative four yards of offense in the second half for that football game on Sunday against Buffalo. With their guy back, mind you. With their guy back. They need to be, they need to be fired. So... Adam Gase and and Joe Douglas need to be fired. Start over. Adam Gase, no doubt, needs to get the hell up on out of there. Joe Douglas, I'm I'm not so sure. It wouldn't surprise Joe me either would've, way. In my mind, Joe Douglas might have saved his job for a year if he would have got if he would have had Adam Gase up out of here by now. But the truth is, is that he didn't. Mm-hmm. We know what the problem is. Players don't like Adam Gase. Sure, sure. And 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 well, you know, I'll, I'll kind of put a you know bow on this thing, but. And I'm not just, you know, blowing this out of my ass. I'm I'm saying, you know, people are talking about this is probably the best thing for the Jets is to keep a guy that can't coach a team who's going to guarantee that they get the number one pick next year. Because yeah, Trevor Lawrence is not changing the trajectory of the Jets. Period. Uh, we, we sure about Period. that? Period. I'm positive about it. Joe Trevor Lawrence is not changing the trajectory of the New York Jets. So, what's going to change the trajectory of the Jets? Is it the ownership? It's got. It's got to start at the GM. It's got to start at the GM and, and them making logical football decisions. I know it's like too early to tell with the picks they got this year, because um, Denzel. I think Denzel Mims played for the first time. Um, 
on Sunday, so they really, I mean, they can't evaluate him off of just one game, and I know they got Quinn and Williams and, you know, a couple other guys. Um, people up north are talking about, you know, these picks, at least up to this point overall, haven't, you know, they haven't disappointed. I, I won't say that they're doing a great job because I don't believe they are. I'll say that they haven't disappointed up to this point, if, if, if that makes any sense. Sure. Trevor Lawrence is not going to change the trajectory of this team. If they get – hell, if they got Justin Fields, he's, they're not going to change the trajectory of this team because the problem ain't the players. Okay. Well, I don't – well, I don't think the I don't think the main problem is Joe Douglas either. I, me personally, I think it's leadership. No, I'm not. That that's not me insinuating that Joe Douglas is the main problem. That's me saying that it don't take a fucking rocket scientist to recognize what the main problem is, mm-hmm. and it didn't. And it don't take a year and a half to make the move. Fire Adam Gates and get this shit over with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look. and because you don't have the. Because you don't have the gall, the intelligence, the, the audacity, or whatever it is that you're lacking, that's not getting Adam Gates off the foot off this team. Mm-hmm. Says to me that if you last throughout this year and you go 0 and 16, 1 and 15, number one pick, just like Adam Gates getting fired, you should get fired because you're not making the necessary moves to make this football team better. They can't, but are they really going to get better at this point in the season? They could have. They could. They had a better chance that they would have got a coach in here before the end of the year, before the beginning of the football year, because we knew Adam Gates was trash last year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, he got to wear that. I, I, I tell you, I tell you this. What well, does dude? Well, question: Does Joe Douglas have to wear what happened up to the end of last year? Because remember, remember, he did. He did. He was not involved in that draft. He got hired. And then the preseason came, and then the season came, and what they finished was seven and nine or something like that. But they started so bad the first half of the season, but they they kind of finished, you know, relatively strong toward the end of the year. Like I don't know if I I don't know if I would hold Joe Douglas that, accountable. Are you in, are you I'm, implying that Joe Doug, are you implying that Joe Douglas thought that this team had hope based on the second half of the season last year? It's possible. Yeah, if he saw that, he should be fired. It's 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 possible. If he saw that Trey, he should been well. He should well, be fired. well, again, again, I'm because he was wrong. Well, yeah, I mean, look, obviously he was wrong. I mean, it's obvious, but I'm I'm just talking about from the time he walked into the door till the end of last season. They had Le'Veon Bell still there. They had Jamal Adams still there. They finished. But he wasn't. He wasn't disgruntled last year. He was disgruntled in the off season. They you know, trying to trade Le'Veon Bell mid season. What's they that? Trying to mid, they were trying to trade Le'Veon Bell mid season last year. That, that that is true. That is true. And and I I put that more on Adam Gase more than anybody. But um, but yeah, I think when you, I think if you're Joe Douglas and you looked at the end of last year and you looked at the players that you had on the team and how you finished, sure. I I I, I thought to, you, I you thought, looked at your team and knew, I'm sorry and I, I I know I'm cutting you off. You knew you looked at the team and knew you was going to be dead last next year. Say that one more time. If you looked at the end, if you looked at the end of the Jets season mm-hmm. last year and looked at your roster on paper this year, 
you knew that you were going to be dead last in the AFC East again. Joe Douglas, you're saying Joe Douglas knew that? That's or? what Joe Douglas. Oh, that's what he should have known. It don't. T- oh, you're, it don't you're, you're saying you're saying he should have known. He should have seen it. Well, look, man. <laughs> I'm I'm just I'm just telling you what I think these guys you know were thinking up here in the head, bro. I'm I'm looking at the facts. They finished. They finished strong. They still had some players on the team. It was Joe Douglas's first draft this you know this past off season, and you know they they just they just had some time to let it see how it played off. Combined with the combined with the fact that their nemesis, uh, you know Brady left the division. So I mean, so you combine that with you know, and I, and I know Buffalo came on strong last year, but I mean, we, me personally, like I, 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 I was, I was, I wasn't buying Buffalo. I wasn't you know ready to buy Buffalo. I was getting back to the postseason. So if 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 you're the GM of the Jets and you see okay, there's change in the division, and you know you're looking at Buffalo and you're kind of saying okay, maybe they you know they got to back this up. And yes, they did make moves to get themselves stronger, but I mean, at least with my, at least in my eyes, you know, I had to see it to believe it. Um, and then with Miami, you know, they, they, Miami wasn't going to be much of a player, at least in the at least in the Jets' eyes, I would like to think. I mean, what, what else are you supposed to think if if you're the GM? <laughs> give it a give, give it give it a shot, trash and I know it. Give give it give it a shot, and if it don't work out. Then you 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 get rid of the guy. You you, you get yeah. rid of the guy. I I just oh. I, I I just I just think it's too I just think it's too early on Joe Douglas's part. But it wouldn't shock me either way if the Jets let him walk along with Adam Gates. So it wouldn't surprise me either way. Here's my close my closing statement. Oh one fifteen. I mean oh one sixteen. One fifteen. One fifteen. Joe Douglas, along with Adam Gates, should be fired. So, how many games do they got to win if Joe Douglas keeps his job? Like the rest of the season, how many games does he have to win to keep his job? Three, three. Okay, so three and thirteen. Okay, okay. I think, I think, not just that. I think they gotta, they gotta show that they could compete because all these games up to this point, they, they've just looked dead. Like they, they, there's, there's just no competition. You know, with this football team, I mean, at least. So what if they look competitive and what if they look competitive and go two and fourteen? Uh, I mean, they could look competitive and not win a game. No, I'm saying, what if they look competitive and go two and fourteen? That's a specific question. Do should he stay? Should he keep his job? Um, I think he should stay if they look if they if if, if they're if they're looking more competitive. No, Gates to go regardless of what happens. Gates got to get the hell up out of there. Because yeah, it's clear, it's, yeah. it's but you know what's clear to me with Adam Gase, Adam Gase doesn't like the coaching the superstar player or the you know the best players on the football team. That that's what's clear to me. I mean, you can go back to Miami, got rid of Kenyon Drake, he got rid of um, Jarvis Landry, uh, Jay Ajayi went to the Eagles. He he was tired of him, and then you now you see it here with the Jets, where you know the best players. You know, on here, it's it's, it's Adam Gase. It's, it's one common denominator, and that's him. Right, but that's what I'm saying about Joe Douglas. Joe, if you can see that from thousands of you know thousands, tens of thousands of miles away, mm-hmm. what the problem is, then why can't Joe Douglas see that 
And why is he giving this dude a chance if he does see it? Well, I think it's I, I think for me Let's be clear, Joe Douglas was here last year, correct? Am I am I understanding the information right? Joe Douglas was here last season. He wasn't a part of the draft. He wasn't he was here. He, he came so on he, he came there. on late in he came on late in the off season. So he um, watched all year, all during the year, he watched him mismanage Jamal Adams. He watched him mismanage Le'Veon Bell. He mm-hmm. watched him mismanage Robbie Anderson. He mm-hmm. watched him mismanage these play these the, the talent on the team. Mm-hmm. It don't take like it, it, and then and then if you're doing your homework, yep. you watch them miss if you watch them mismanage Kenyon Drake, Jay Ajayi, Jarvis Landry, mm-hmm. like these players have gone on to other teams and been somewhat productive, not so much in Jay Ajayi's case, but yep. um, you know, you've watched like these are the players that, that Adam Gates has mismanaged mm-hmm. and uh and got rid of. And you know, He's the common denominator. He's the problem. Yeah, he being Adam, Adam Gase. Yeah. Adam Gase, right. Mm-hmm. So if I'm Joe Douglas, the GM, the guy that that's managing a football team, it don't take it don't take me a year and a half to recognize I need to get Adam Gase out of here if I am to keep a job. He gotta fire Adam Gase. He needs to fire Adam Gase now. Sure. And I would I would love for that to happen just because I don't want to see Adam Gase on the sideline. I, I would love to see that. But I'll This team is bad. They're not gonna win games. They're bad. Yeah, they're terrible. They're 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 bad. I, I I'm just saying I there's a devil's advocate to this thing and what if the plan is to just be bad the rest of the year? Let's get the coach up get his ass up out of here. And let Joe Douglas bring his own people in here. Let him run the draft. Let him, you know, let him prove himself that he can, you know, turn turn this thing around. And if he doesn't, then that's going to warn him getting his ass up out of there. What if he does, though? What if he does what? Turn it around. What if he turns it around? Oh, then he gets or, to keep his job. <laughs> Adam Gates? Oh, I thought you were talking about Joe Douglas. My bad. No, no, no. What if Adam Gates turns it around? On a, they're 0-7, 0-8, yeah. 0-7. Yeah. What if they turn it around and go 8-8? Eight and eight? Yeah. I... Of course, that's not going to really happen. What if he did it, though? Not not that. It, not, I'm not saying that. I'm just... I, I, me, Trey Frazier, I am firing Adam Gates if they go undefeated the rest of the season. I am fi- I'm firing Adam Gates. Like I like you do recognize nothing, that there's nothing that he can that do. Nine, nine and seven is a possible playoff berth, though. You firing sure. a, a coach after game. Um, the the Titans let um what's his name go after making the playoffs. Uh, the I Chargers am, I, let Marty Schottenheimer. Uh, they got him fired about, after fourteen and two seasons. Adam Gates, right now, that's not a that's not a reasonable thing to do. And, it, and let's be clear. No, it's not a reasonable thing to do, but I'm I'm just saying that there's instances that have happened where coaches have made the playoffs with teams actually won a football game and didn't return back to the team the following year. Sure, and we and, and, and in most of those cases, we were like, "What is that? What is what is what is this team doing?" I wasn't like that with Marty Schottenheimer. I said in most cases, <laughs> not every case. In most okay. cases, okay. okay, we were like, right. "What is the team doing?" <laughs> okay. I don't know how I felt about the um, – I can't remember who was – oh, Malark. Was it Malarkey that coached the Titans a couple years ago? 
I don't remember who the coach was before they got Vrabel, but yeah, um, I don't know how I felt about that situation, but sure, if you, I mean, typically a coach goes nine and seven after starting zero and seven. Yeah, your your first thought is okay. We're gonna keep the guy. That's your first thought. But again, this is me, Trey Frazier. If I am the owner of the Jets, I don't give a damn what they do the rest of the year. Adam Gase has proven over two franchises now. This isn't with the Jets. This is two franchises now that he doesn't know how to deal with star players. He just, he just doesn't. So I, yeah, so I don't understand why that don't fall at Joe Douglas's feet. And I'll close it with that. Because he's only been there a year and a half. He's been there long enough to know. Oh, that he should have that he should have fired him at the end of last season. But like you, but like you, but like you said in not in a nine and seven scenario, it's a it's a it's not the same, but it's eerily similar. The Jets finished strong toward the end of the season last year. Finish finishing strong is seven and nine. But that's the whole season. I'm not talking about the whole season. I'm talking about right. like the but, second. Ha- I'm talking about the second half of the season. They finished so we, like so they finished like six that, and two. They finished but, like six and two. Something sure, like that. But me and you both know that there's a very, a very big difference in the whole scheme of a football season. Mm-hmm. There's a very big difference between seven and nine and nine and seven. Sure. And then and so, then and let's, let's remember the, this so too. Not the same conversation. Right and 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 and, and, then, and let's remember let's remember this too. He he was brought on. He was suggested by Adam Gase that he himself take this job. Let's remember Gase went to the owner and was like, "Get McCagnin's ass up out of here. I want Joe Douglas instead." That's that's hey, what look. happened. That's what happened. And so and that's why Joe Douglas asked me to get fired because first of all, you got recommended by a bum ass coach that don't know shit about managing a football team, more than another dude that that support that got that feel like he got to have the coaches back because he he got him the jobs per se, and he only got the balls to fire the coach that don't know what he's doing. And he probably because, don't because he, he and he probably doesn't because he feels some kind of way about the dude that gave him a job. And that's like, why all of them need to lose their job. So, Both of them need to be together losing their damn job. So he should. Because so Joe Douglas should lose a job them. because he got recommended. It ain't no loyalty to these motherfuckers. It's your job or mine. No, I I'm not talking about loyalty. I'm just saying he shouldn't get fired. He was recommended by a guy that can't coach. No, I'm saying he should get fired because the guy who recommended him, he's not firing the guy that recommended him, even though he know that he's trash. Well, he's gonna fire him at some point. If not now, how do you know that? You, we don't even know that that's gonna happen. Oh, because they might finish seven and nine again. No, <laughs> no. We don't know that Joe Douglas is going to fire Adam Gates if they go over 16. That's not no. I mean, Joe Douglas ain't never came out and said, hey, we're going to fire Adam Gates if he don't have a good year this year. Well, I mean, of course he's not going to say that. <laughs> I don't think we're assuming that. Yeah, say that. We're yeah. assuming that. Right. We're assuming that. Just like, just like Hugh, Hugh Jackson didn't lose his job at over 16. Adam Gates could not lose his job at 0 16. Which which was stunning, by the way. I'm I'm gonna so, be clear about that. So so we can't sit here and act like we know Adam Gates is getting fired. We don't know that. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, technically speaking, we don't know that. No, not technically. We don't know. 
Literally. <laughs> well, look, if if I'm betting money, Adam Gates is getting fired, regardless of what happens. That that's me. I'm if I'm putting money up on the table, I'm a bet hundred percent he's he's getting fired. And if I'm wrong, then then so God help me. Now I don't give a damn anyway. They could be trash all they want to be. Yeah, they've been trash for fifty years, bro. <laughs> Nothing new. Nothing new. Did you watch the uh, night game? You, you you catch Seahawks and Cardinals? Um, I, I, I caught enough of it. I I fell asleep at I fell asleep before overtime, so I ain't. Oh man! Oh man! Oh, yeah, man. I, man! I won't say I caught enough of it. Man, that was uh, I mean, that yeah. was a great finish. That was a great finish yeah. to uh to regulation one, and then yeah, everything that kind of happened in overtime with the the missed field goal. Um, and then you have, you know, Russell going down the field and then Metcalf scores what he thought was the game winning touchdown and then they had to call back and then Russ throws the interception and then, you know, that was you know, that pretty much was all she wrote right there. I, I tweeted right at when he missed that field goal, I said, Man, you know, I, I lost the pick because of a missed field goal <laughs> earlier in the day and now, you know, this is happening again here. Um, but yeah, the, the Cardinals, this, this was a big, big time win for the Cardinals, man. So they five and they five and two, uh, you know, they right, they're right there with everybody else in the division right now. And, you know, I know yeah. the Rams won yesterday, so that they're five and two also. And uh, every the, team got five wins. Is that, is that the right? Niners, the Niners are four and three, but okay. the, the Niners are just as competitive as everybody else is in that division right now, all four teams can make the playoffs in this format, this new mm-hmm. seven game, you know, play seven team playoff format. Right. They, mm-hmm. everybody, they could all make the playoffs. And, um, and, and it, it got, to, it got me thinking, bro. Cause you know, you know, we, we, you and I, we had this talk about the NFC East being so terrible and I'm looking around the, the standings in the NFC. And so you got these four teams in the West, you got Tampa and New Orleans in the South looking really good right now and in the north you still got you know and, and we could feel how we feel about the bears but they are five and two and yeah. they they compete for a playoff spot and so you got you really got eight teams in the nfc that's not in the nfc east that's like really in like in some heavy contention for for the playoffs right now man if i was like if it was up to me bro i'd be like yo i don't care who wins the nfc east y'all not in this postseason I'm, yeah. I'm 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 a, I'm gonna get one of these other teams that's probably gonna go ten and six, eleven and five, and don't even sniff the postseason. And I'm a, I'm gonna pick that team. I'm gonna actually pick that team to host a playoff game in, in mm-hmm. place of any of those teams. Mm-hmm. So, um, do you want to do you want to um, separate the real from the fake? Yeah, let's do that. Um, in the NFC. NFC. Uh, let me pull up the uh, the NFC standings really quick on my cellular phone. And, standings. And I'm gonna I'm be clear about something. Um, all those teams out west, <laughs> like contest. Oh, let's be clear when I say really who fake. I'm talking about who's making the playoffs and who's not. We at mid season right now. Uh huh. Are, are, are we at are we at mid season? Week eight, I mean week nine. I guess maybe week, maybe it's a week. We're, we're approaching it. We're we're approaching it. We're approaching it. But we could we could we could still do this exercise here. So, um, you want to start with the West? And I'm talking about who's making the playoffs. That's what I'm talking about right now. 
Uh, Seattle's making the playoffs. Seattle's making the playoffs, 100%. Seattle's making the playoffs. Um, The Cardinals are making the playoffs. Okay. I I man I I got I still got questions about the Rams though and I and I know yeah, they I know they just beat Chicago and I know I said I got to beat somebody other than anybody in the East I I, I still got wasn't who I was talking about though huh Chicago I said when I said that um the Rams need to beat somebody outside of the NFC East uh-huh. Chicago wasn't the team I had in mind oh I, okay. Okay. Now I give them credit for I give them credit for beating you know they beat them sure. and they beat them sure. you know pretty sure. handily yeah but that's not the team I had in mind when I was saying be, they need to beat somebody outside the NFC East sure sure you're talking about like this see them go up against the Saints uh, or whoever I don't know who's on the rest of the schedule but like the yeah. Bucks um you know the saints uh, green bay i don't know if they play green bay this year or not yeah um, just, just give me a just give me a just give me a statement game um i guess i guess at this point the bears are their statement game but i, I you know i think i, I think I, I think i had somebody different in mind oh okay what well, you know what i'm i i tell you what I, I i'm now that i'm thinking about it i'm i might have to i might have to buy the rams as a as making the playoffs, I'm just I'm just sitting here thinking, and I'm like, okay, they just played the NFC East, so there, there's really no more of those games. Mm-hmm. Um, they still got some games in the AFC East that I that I think um, you know could be you know be some tough games. I'm just looking at the schedule here. So okay, so they, they they go to Miami to play the Dolphins next week, and I mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's a tough game for the Rams. That that's that's just my opinion there. Um, they should beat the Dolphins if they're serious. They should, yes. They, if they're they sh- serious. Let me let me let me let me make this easy. If they don't beat the Dolphins, I don't. They're not serious to me. They 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 fake to me. So if they don't beat the Dolphins. They're fake to me. And I would I would agree with that. And I'll be honest with you. I I am probably this close to picking the Dolphins to win that game next week. I'm not there yet, but I'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm real close. I, I like. What they're doing with the change of quarterback and putting Tua in there, you know, we'll see how that goes. But they still got to play the rest of their division. I, you know, these are some tough games. They they still got to play the Seahawks twice. They got to play the Cardinals twice. Got the Niners again. Um, do they beat any? Do they beat any of these teams in their division? Six games. Ooh. I th- I think. Six losses. Yeah, because yeah, they yeah, cause they lost head. they lost to San Fran already, right? Yeah, was it San Fran? Uh, let me find out. Yep. So, yeah, uh, yeah, 24 to 16. 24 to 16 the other so, week. Yeah. Do they uh, five games? Do they beat I think I think they win two of those five. Two of those five? I, I, I think they get two of those five. And then you got they play the Bucks, so I that's they might lose Lost. to the Bucks there. Ain't no um, that's somebody injured. Unless Tom Brady's injured, that's a that's a that's a loss. Right, right. And then the other two games we didn't talk about, um, the Patriots and the Jets. Um so, they should they should be able to again, they should be able to sweep the AFC East if they're serious. Yeah. I mean, with the way the Patriots looking right now, and I don't they know how they're gonna I don't know how they're gonna look come December tenth, but yeah. The way they look right now, you should be able to sweep all those teams there. If they're serious, they should be able to beat the NFC and AFC East. That's yeah. that's that's eight wins right there. Yeah. 
I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with two the wins, two more wins out of their division. That's ten and six. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's the thing, because if those other teams in the north and the south get eleven or twelve, then they out. <laughs> so sure. I Sure. I but I, I, I'm just talking about. I mean, yeah, I'm just talking about ten and six. Mm-hmm. I mean, ten and six should get you in. An, it should get you in the playoffs under normal circumstances. And with seven teams, that should get you in the playoffs. And let's be clear: these aren't normal circumstances because you have a division leader in that conference at two and a half wins, and it's week seven. So this is not a normal circumstance. Somebody's gonna get ten wins and miss this playoffs. Okay. Some somebody's somebody's gonna get left out, and and it's and it's gonna be sad in the NFC and West. unfortunate. In the NFC, yeah. Um, in the NFC West. Say that again. I'm talking about I'm, I'm talking about specifically the West because we're talking we, we're doing real and fake right now. Mm-hmm. So somebody I, in the West is gonna get left out. I, yeah, I I, I I I think somebody in the West is gonna get left out. I think uh, I what about I the 49ers? Um, I think they get left out. The 49ers and the Rams get left out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I think two teams at the at the very at the very least two teams come out of the West, and the two for me is Arizona and Seattle for me. Okay, NFC South Falcons are fake. Carolina's fake. Yeah, um, I think the Saints are contenders. I think the Bucks, the way they look right now, are contenders right now. Um. That's four teams. That's four teams going to the playoffs right now. Yep. In the north, uh, Green Bay. Uh, Green Bay is a contender. I think and the Chicago. I think the Bears are fake right now. I think the Bears but are fake. They, they, they it, it's the quarterback for me, man. But that's I'm saying that's five teams though. I know. I know. I, I, that's I, five I, teams. I think the Bears. The Eagles are, and then the Eagles make six teams. So. The so the so, the last playoff slot, right? So there's a method to my madness here. There's a method to my madness because somebody's somebody's gonna come from the dead and rack off, you know, four straight, five straight games. And I I, I gotta tell you, and you you're gonna disagree with me. You you're gonna disagree with what I'm about to say. I'm looking at the Lions' schedule, bro, and they could they could get the six and three. Very, very easily with their, you know, with their next three opponents right now. Um, I think I'm going to pull this up right now. The Colts, the Vikings, and the football team. Right, right. And the, and that Colts game is in their building in at Detroit. So I, I, I think they, they got an opportunity to make some hay and kind of put themselves in position. I'm not necessarily, and this is going to sound weird, I'm not necessarily calling them a contender, but... Because of the method to my madness, somebody, some somebody, and, and it happens almost every well, year. You some, Max Kellerman, you Max Kellerman, me Max Kellermaning me right right now. Okay, I don't give a. Damn. I need to know who really who fake. Are the Lions going to the playoffs, man? You know what? Screw it. They go in the playoffs, B. They're gonna come from so, the dead. They're gonna come from the dead and make the playoffs, bro. Somebody, somebody got to so, do it. Somebody's got to so, do it. So the way you got it, I just want to recap. Mm-hmm. You got Seattle, Arizona, Tampa Bay, New Orleans, Green Bay, Detroit, and in the East, whoever. 
Somebody. Somebody. <laughs> I, I think it's going to be the Eagles at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, obviously it's got to be the Eagles. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's that's where I'm at right now. Okay. That's, that's where I'm at. Um, Just, uh, just uh, everything you said is correct except for me. Um, I am going to give the 49ers the edge for that seventh seventh slot. Okay, so you got the so you got the you still got the Rams out though, right? I have the Rams out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you got yeah. so you so your Seattle, Arizona, Niners, 49ers, Saints, Bay. Bucks, mm-hmm. um, Eagles, Packers. and Packers. Yep. Okay. All right, AFC. Um, AFC West. We know. We know the Chiefs are contenders. Um, I honestly, I, I, I honestly don't see anybody else out of that division. I think the Raiders are fake. Um, I, I, I thought, I thought they would, you know, back that up, you know, earlier a few weeks ago. But I, I think the Raiders are fake. Uh, I think the Chargers, while they look good in certain spots, they just lose too many close games for me. They're fake. And the Broncos, they just got too many problems. They're they're fake. Uh, AFC South. The Titans are real. I think the Colts are... Uh, well, let me get this out of the way. Texans are fake. Jacksonville's mm-hmm. fake. Um, the, the the that's the man that that's the that's the one team right there. Um, you know what? Cleveland versus the Colts. Uh, that's where I'm at with it. You said what? It's for you. It's I, Cleveland I versus. Off, I, for the seventh spot, it's the Browns versus the Colts. That's the, that's that's it for me. Okay, so Cleveland. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, for me, it's it's Colts versus the Dolphins for me. And okay. um, I, I'm 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 not wavering off of that Dolphins pick to make the playoffs. So I I, I guess at this stage I got the Colts out, even though even okay. though they look even though they look good. I'm I'm not gonna just sit here and say that. Uh, I don't I wouldn't you know. say good. They don't look terrible, but they don't look good. I mean, Philip Rivers ain't Philip Rivers had a good game last week. Um, mm-hmm. Not you know that. I know what I'm saying. He had like a 400 yard game recently. Oh, yeah, they had a comeback uh, against the Bengals. Yeah, the Bengals. That's that's the game I'm thinking about. Um, and outside of that, he's just looked pedestrian. He's you know he just looked pedestrian. Mm. He's he does. Old, he looked washed up. He does. Um, I know they got a good defense, but um, that's been the most consistent part of the team. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but you need points. You need points in this game. So oh, um, I don't. Ab- I don't absolutely. know if that's gonna. I don't know if that's gonna last forever. Um, Low key, um, I will entertain the Dolphins, but as as it stands right now, um, I got Cleveland at at the number seven spot. So Buffalo, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Cleveland, Tennessee, mm-hmm. Kansas City. Okay, so for you, it's wait. Let me let me go back. So you said for you, it's Kansas City, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Buffalo, yep. and Miami. Yep. You, you said oh, Miami? A, no, I definitely did. I'm missing a team. Uh, yeah, you missing you, Buffalo, Buffalo, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Cleveland, mm-hmm. Tennessee, and Kansas City. That's six. Damn, I am missing a team. So I um, 
Shit, I guess. So, I gotta, so it's I guess, between the Colts and the Dolphins. I guess I got to do the Dolphins then. Okay. I guess so. Okay. I guess so. If 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 that's, that's the case, up. if that's the case, then we we agree. We agree. Yeah. We we we, so. we we agree on all seven teams. I mean, I thought you didn't have the Browns. I didn't hear you say the Browns. That's that's why I was saying we disagree. Um, I, I, nah. I like I like I said a couple weeks ago. I I I feel comfortable at this point. Um, picking the Browns to make the playoffs this year. Um, right. Even, even if they're seven. Even if they're right. Even if they're number seven. Even if yeah. the number seven, I I think the schedule sets up for them, and and really the really the schedule sets up for everybody in the division, unless you're Cincinnati. Um, but the, the the schedule sets up perfectly. I uh, I mean, even with the Odell Beckham injury, and you know, prayers out to OBJ. Get well. Yeah, you know, get well soon. Um, I I I think the Browns the Browns get one of those wild cards. No no question about it. I think it's the the Browns get a wild card. Yeah. Uh, hey. The Steelers get a wild card, and the Dolphins get a wild card. Okay. Yeah, uh, Baltimore, Cleveland, and Miami gets a wild card. All right. All right. Bet, bet. Um, what other what other games was, was going on? Like, I'm trying to think, like, what other, what other big games was there? I, I guess... I guess Tampa and uh, Vegas was sort of a, a a big game. I mean, both teams. I mean, nah, were... I don't. I don't feel the need to, to stress that game. Like, I, I won't stretch a conversation. Yeah, none of these. I mean, I wasn't going to stretch it. I'm just thinking about you know what were some of the big games coming into the week. I think that I no. thought that that was one of them. But I, mean, I, I don't. I don't have what? much commentary yeah, on it. Yeah, they blew them out. They blew them out like we knew they were going to do. Well, I, I didn't think they was going to blow them out. <laughs> I, no, I thought they. I thought I, they'd win. I thought they'd win. I didn't think I they'd blow them out. Blew, I thought they were gonna blow them out. But while we on Buccaneers, we can talk Antonio Brown being signed and being uh, coming back Week Nine against yeah. the Saints uh, can earn up to two point five this year uh, playing with the uh, Buccaneers. And uh, how do you feel about Antonio Brown going to the Buccaneers? And can we stop this? Can we stop this? Tom Brady is not running the pay- the Buccaneers right now. He is clearly the GM of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now. Who's saying that he's not running the Buccaneers? I'm hearing people talking about like, oh, the Buccaneers. The Arians always wanted to mess with uh, Antonio Brown, and you know this ain't Tom Brady had. Tom Brady even came out and said, "I had nothing to do with the Antonio Brown signing." I'm like, nigga, shut up. Yes, you did. You had everything to do with yo, it. Yo, Tom Brady is on his LeBron right now, B. Yeah. Like, like he's he's on his, yo, y'all want to come get the chip? Y'all could come to Tampa. Like, that's that's yeah. what he's doing. That's that's yeah. what he's doing. I'm, I'm surprised anybody even, de- like, defuted that. Like, yeah, like, like, yeah <laughs> like, what are you talking about? He's clearly the GM right now. He's clearly going into the offices, kicking shit down and saying, hey, yeah. Antonio Brown about to be eligible. Y'all better bring him into Tampa Bay right now. That man saying he, he's like you know, he, he like you know who I am. I'm Tom MF and Brady, dog. Like yeah. y'all gonna get me and who Brady I want. Get him, get, him, get him in here right now. I, I just care. hope that Antonio Brown don't ruin that locker room. Yeah, and 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 I guess that's a wait and see kind of a thing, right? Because he's not gonna because he's not gonna get the targets. Let's let's be clear. Mm-hmm. He's not gonna get the targets that he was getting in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think we thought that. When he was, you know, when he went to Oakland for I don't know two weeks, I think we kind of thought that. I think we kind of thought that when he got signed to the Patriots. Well, no, maybe I not. The, maybe not the Patriots. Maybe not the Patriots. No, I thought 
No, I, I'm no. I thought for certain he was going to get the targets in Oakland, and mm. then when he went to New England, I'm thinking, nah, he's not going to get the targets that he's not going to get the type of targets he wants. I, I knew for certain he was the only receiver there in uh, oh, Oakland. Oh, we okay. We kind of okay. We got, we kind of different on this one because we don't kind of differ. I thought for certain that it was going to be a Derek Carr throwing to AB clinic, like he was going to be forcing the ball, much like uh, like Ben Roethlisberger did, except for he wouldn't be as good as uh, Ben Roethlisberger at getting Antonio Brown the ball. Well, I thought he was going to be targeted in New England because that offense was so terrible that <laughs> there were going to be yeah. moments that he was going to get targeted. <laughs> sure, he's going to get targets, but he's but they still they like still, the majority of targets. He was going to get majority of targets. Julian Edelman is Julian Edelman Julian Edelman is still his main man. Tom Brady is a let me throw to open like they throw a lot to running backs. They throw a lot to Edelman. They even play the tight end game a lot. I know Bronkowski was in there, but they, they, you know what I'm saying? He's right. going to spread the ball. Tom Brady spreads the ball. Right. So, Derek man, Carr so, don't even have. So in essence, so in essence, you're saying Julian Edelman is was better than anybody, any receiver that was on Oakland at that, you know, at that time. No, um, I'm saying that Tom Brady has a rapport with Julian Edelman, and Derek Carr don't have a rapport with none of those receivers like that. That's Tom Brady, Julian, Ed, Julian Edelman esque. And Antonio Brown is the best receiver in the game. Okay, I was going to say at, at least then he didn't. It, it looks like he's got one with uh, Darren Waller right now, but that, yeah, but that, that certainly that certainly uh, wasn't the case a uh, year ago. Yeah. So yeah, nah. Antonio Brown was was going to be the reason why people had uh, the Raiders possibly making a wild card because of the connection between Antonio Brown and Derek Carr, like. So Tom I Brady think, got a rapport with a receiver. So I think if if everything works out with Antonio Brown with the Bucks and you know it's not you know he just he just come and play football. You know what I'm saying? Like no you know no distractions, no off the field stuff, no and you know he's probably going to do social media stuff, but it is what it is. But just come just come play football. Like it ain't it don't got to be no other outside stuff happening. Just just come and play football. We win games. We get to the playoffs. We got a chance at a chip. Let's let's get it. If if this all works out, I I I gotta tell you, man. They 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 at the at the very least at the very least they gonna get to the conference title game. Yeah, that's that. I won't I won't I won't play with you. They're going to the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm not I'm not gonna. I I won't do that yet. I, ju- I just, I, I, I love, I would love Russell Wilson to go to the Super Bowl this ju- year, and that's the problem, man. It's and it's not just Russell Wilson. See, see, here's here's the thing people got to understand, right? Because I, I, I hate when people they, you know, so when when everybody was dissecting this Brady move to Tampa, um, people brought up the notion that oh, he don't want to go up against Patrick Mahomes to get to the Super Bowl. So he's going to the other conference so that he can easily get, you know, to the Super Bowl and not have to face Patrick Mahomes. And I'm and I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, Russell Wilson, and you know, God forbid Kyler Murray, you know, you know, takes off. Like that's I mean, that's three to four teams. That's that's three to four teams in that conference 
that chances are you you might have to go through all three of them just to get there. You you ju- you just might. I I don't know that this is an easier conference for Brady to get to the Super Bowl in. I I, um, I, I, I don't know, I, I don't that, know that. I don't know that either. But I don't believe that Tom Brady's the type of player that's that's like, ooh, what's the easiest way to the Super Bowl? I don't believe that either. Yeah, I don't believe that. That's 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 what's fake. I, I don't. Believe I don't that. believe. Yeah, I I don't believe that. I don't. Yeah. I don't believe that. So whoever. I, I mean, but he, whoever even brought the notion that even that even the the NFC was an easier conference than the AFC. I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. Cause I don't. Or, I don't necessarily have an opinion. I, I I don't necessarily have an opinion about what's the tougher conference. Um, I guess if I had to, if you made me make a decision, I would say the NFC anyway. Mm-hmm. But um, but um, I don't like I said, Tom Brady don't. I don't think Tom Brady. He doesn't this, think about this, that and, stuff, and particularly at this stage of his career, and um, and then especially knowing that he was going to put a team together, like they admitted when Tom Brady came, players started coming: Leonard Fournette, Deshaun McCoy, yeah. uh, uh, Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski, like yeah. Um, that nigga got up off his couch, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, <laughs> like, yeah. like he made he made an OG call and said, "Hey, come on, come on, let's go, let's yeah. go." Like, you know, and they're clicking right now. Let's be very clear, they are clicking right now. Yeah, they they've so, had they've had they've had a great two weeks so yeah. far, man. They they've had a two weeks, and so now I this... got to think about so now I got to think about that connection, that world, that connection that had won so many Super Bowls and. So mm-hmm. many games in the NFC. I got to worry about that connection. Mm-hmm. Then uh, Antonio Brown. I got to worry about that. We gonna forget about Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. We gonna forget about OJ Howard and Cameron Bray, who are still on the team right still, now. Still on the team, yeah. Uh, Ronald Jones. Ronald um, Jones, who's been taking the bulk of the uh, bulk of the work, really. Yeah, Leonard Fournette's been getting less burn. Yeah. So we forgetting about like there is, and not to mention. That this defense has the uh, the uh, they have the potential to play top five defense yeah. this year. Mm-hmm. They have the potential of doing that. Yeah, this this um, might be the deepest team in the league. Like, it ain't like, no might about it. This like, is the deepest team. It's it, like in terms of offensive weapons, like they they are so deep on that side of the ball. It's not even they funny. Deep, but they got a they got a strong defensive. They strong on the defensive side. Mm-hmm. They're not yeah. the deepest defense in the league, but right. when you couple how deep they are on offense and how deep they are on defense, this is the most. Uh, mm-hmm. This is the best team all around. Just, I mean, if you if you want to play the on paper game, sure, we could play that game. On paper, they're the best team, and they've done it through picking up Bam. You know, mm-hmm. because of the Tom Brady effect. Mm-hmm. They've on, on, pa- on paper, yes. I I I had to think a minute, and I'm like, okay, you did say on paper, but yeah, yeah, I I would I would agree, I would agree I was, with that. Yeah, um, I'm not saying they I'm not saying they're the best team and they can't be beat, but yeah. I mean, you genuinely got to look at it, is this the best team? Yeah, uh, like like I don't got them in the Super Bowl yet, though. Yeah, I, I don't, yeah. I don't. And let I don't me tell let me tell you this though, mm-hmm. and let me say this. Um, if anybody can beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, it's Russell Wilson. That's the only person I'm giving a shot. Let me be very clear on that. He's the only person I'm giving a shot to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It is Russell Wilson. When they play this, um, they when they play New Orleans in Week Nine. Mm-hmm. Trust me when I tell you, Tampa Bay is going to smoke them. 
Yeah, t- yeah, New Orleans is not at full strength right now. Um and and we and we got to we really got to see what the deal is with Mike Thomas. Like I, I just heard something Michael crazy Thomas earlier comes today. Back there getting smoked. Yeah, I don't know Michael about that. Comes back I, there getting I, I I don't know about that, but right, let me let me just say first. but let me just say this. I I I think um cuz they, they've been talking about a potential trade. Like they're talking about trading Michael Thomas, which I don't believe, but I'm I'm just like stunned that this was even like a conversation, even while he's, you know, trying to heal himself up and get back in the game. You know, I think he's going to be out this week. I think he's going to be out the following week. And after that, like, you know, who knows? So I, I don't know about the saints, like what they're going to be. Uh, I think they're a playoff team. I mean, I, I said it, you know, a few minutes ago, but he's a big part of why they're going to get to where they got to get to. He's going to be a big part of that, and I, I just don't know what they're going to look like come December or January. So I, um, I can't, I can't honestly say right now. Well, I can honestly say now that they they can't beat Tampa in the playoffs if they play with this particular roster without Michael Thomas. Um, I think Michael Thomas is a difference maker. Sure, that that that's just me. But they're not gonna be able to hang. They're not gonna be able to hang with Tampa Bay with just Michael Thomas and Drew Brees and Al Kamara. Not gonna happen. You don't they're think gonna, so? Uh, with just them three, with the defense that Tampa's playing? Nah, I don't think so. And I don't want to. And when I say and when I say smoke New Orleans, I'm not uh-huh. talking about they're gonna lose by 20 points. I'm talking about it's gonna be a it's gonna be an ass whooping. If it's if it's by 10 points, it's gonna be an ass whooping. It's going you're gonna know. Who the better team was? You're not going to leave there thinking, "Ooh, next time New Orleans might get them." You're going to know who's going to win this yeah. division. Yeah, I, I don't want to undersell that New Orleans defense either. I, I I I think they're a little bit underrated. I don't want to. Yeah, right. I, I, yeah. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to undersell that defense. I'm not saying they trash. I'm saying what are they going to do with Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski, Chris Godwin, Michael Evans, <laughs> Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette, Scotty Miller? OJ Howard can't. What are going to do with that? I mean, I mean, I mean the Bucks lost score. twice already. I mean, whoever they lost, I can't remember who they lost to. But oh, they lost to the Saints Week One. I'm not going to count yeah. that. But they, I mean, I mean, they're beatable. Uh, I mean, I guess that's the point. But every every team is beatable. But if you think for a second that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady is not going to is going to lose to a team that also has Super Bowl contention in their mind. Mm-hmm. Meaning that this is a litmus test game. This is a gut check game. Yeah, I just think it's no way in hell. You I don't can, think. You, I think it's going to put be, me I, down right now for week nine. Listen, I th- I think if the Bucks are going to beat the Saints in a playoff situation, it's going to be a shootout. Like I, I I just can't see I just can't see the Saints getting their ass whooped in a playoff game, knowing that you got wep they got weapons, you got weapons. I mean, it's less weapons than they do, but we've seen what the Saints could do. We we've seen it. So not against it, not against not not defensively against this offense. So well, let let's see, because you know you said before when when defenses don't matter and you you throw all the X's and O's out the window. It, I mean, this this has a potential to be a a, a shootout. I I can say it. it when defenses don't matter. I've never said when defenses don't matter. Yeah, you you had that before. I said when we throw X's and O's out the window, defense still matters. 
You've still, you, you've, if you're talking you've, about, you've, you've said that phrase about, before. Because you're talking about one play. No, that, that, isn't, that doesn't exist in football, though, Trey. I've never said that. Yeah, you have. I got, that doesn't okay, exist I, in football. I got to pull the tape up. I got to pull the yeah. tape up. But, um, yeah, I, I just don't see them getting blown out. Like I, I see, I see, a, I see a close loss. I see a shootout between those two, and I, I could see Tampa Bay winning in the shootout against the Saints. Tampa Bay wins by ten points at least. By ten points at least. Now we, we least. now we, we talking about this upcoming game, or are we talking about we, in the playoffs? Nah, playoff where wherever you want to slice it. If the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are fully healthy and mm-hmm. the Saints are fully healthy, it's going to be ten points and up. Now. If we're talking both games, like like this this upcoming playoffs, game, I nine, think we playoffs. I think if I think if the Bucks blow them out this game next week, I think if they get in the playoffs and they see each other, I think the game is closer. I think if they play each other next week and it's a closer game, I think the playoff game later down the road becomes a, a blowout. I, I I just I just can't see them getting blown out. Both times, and, and and quite frankly, I I can't even see it being a shootout. Both okay, times let, let, let let me let me let me take blowout out because I know you keep saying blowout, and, and what I meant by blowout, I meant handle at hand, right? Like they like they like they dominate like they dominate the game. Let's be clear: a ten point win on paper ain't a blowout. No, I, I, I sure okay. But, but, I just but make sure we were clear on what I was saying. Sure, but if you dominate, like if you dominate time of possession, like your team did against the Titans, and you putting up points, and the other team can't get into rhythm because they haven't been on the field much, because you burning clock, that's that's domination. That I mean, that could yeah, equate Pittsburgh to a blowout. Pittsburgh didn't dominate Tennessee though, huh? Pittsburgh didn't dominate Tennessee that whole that like, overall. And overall, no. But when you look at the first half, you're only talking about the first half. Sure, but I mean, when you when you look at the when you look at the final score of that game, I don't think that score really, in my opinion, I don't think it tells the story. I think it tells the story. Like, 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 let's be let's do some flash plays and turnovers. Right, but let's be clear, y'all won this game in those first two drives. (laughs) I disagree. that, that, That was critical. Yeah, I disagree with that. All right. So, I think the only thing we got left to talk about is is the Dodgers going to close it out or it, Dodgers going to close it out tonight? Uh, they won't close it out. Um, Tampa wins tonight and it goes to Game Seven tomorrow night. And I think the Dodgers take Game Seven. That's how I see it happening. All right. Well, yeah. Uh, um, I, I, I'll take the Dodgers tonight. And now let me look at the score before I say that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Tampa's up one nothing. It's okay. only the second. It's yeah, only the second inning. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the Dodgers tonight. I, I don't, you know, I don't, you know, I truly don't care. But um, I'll take them to close tonight. Yeah, yeah. That that was a that was a crazy finish. Uh, what was that game four? I think when Tampa they um, at the bottom of ninth and uh, what's his name ran the base. He tripped himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that 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 was a that was a crazy finish right there. Um, the only other thing I got left, um, the NBA um, came out and had discussions. Well, they they've had discussions about when they're going to start the season, but mm-hmm. it's looking like they're going to start December twenty first, twenty second, somewhere around there. Um, like they'll still have their you know Christmas games and all that. 
Um, but the season is going to consist of 70 games. And I think it's going to go like it's going to end like it regularly does. Like not yeah. to test out, you know, extending the season into, you know, July and August yeah. and all that. They're not going to do that. So um, mm-hmm. I, I think that's a pretty good, um, you know, barometer sure. for them. Um, I understand but, it correct. LeBron said that he don't want to do that and he's going to take a month off if they do that. Um, It's funny. I didn't hear him say that. And I and I was just about to talk about how um, people are saying that this isn't fair to the players that they got to, you know, start back up, you know, so quickly. And and really, we're really talking about the Heat and the Lakers and maybe to a certain extent, the Nuggets and the Celtics, because, um, you know, they've been in the bubble longer. And, you know, we, we all know how the season ended. Um, but I understand LeBron coming out and saying that i can understand if he's and that's what, exhausted I mean, that's what was reported i don't know if he's they obviously he can come out and say nah they were right. lying. i ain't say that but right, that's, right i saw that report somewhere right yeah no um could i could i you know, that that would be so dope right like he'll rest for the first month of the season right come back still do what he do get the lakers to the top of the west and 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 repeat like that would be like that would be so dope dude take off for a month come back <laughs> and ne- like you never left and, and I mean, just I chip. yeah I don't, I don't feel no kind of way about it i don't know if it's dope in that um i i'd be interested i'd be interested getting closer to the time to see what he really does yeah um one more point about the you know the start um, let's. I'm. I'm gonna be real about this. Um, because you know people been saying you know give the players a rest and and all that stuff, and and that's fine. If you know somebody on the Nuggets, the Celtics, the Heat, if they wanna rest for a month, you know, take some time out, you know, that's that's cool. But let's let's be real. They the NBA had their off season already, and this is this is no disrespect to. COVID-19 and, you know, the reasons why they had to shut down and all that is, is no disrespect to anybody, but they played, they played the last game, March 11th. I think it was March 11th and they didn't step foot on a court until July 24th or something like that. That's, mm-hmm. that's four months of, you know, not playing basketball. That's really your traditional off season length. Now, it was a different off season because yeah, you couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't go, that. you couldn't go to facilities. You couldn't, you know, practice as much. You couldn't do a lot of things. So that part of it, I do get. And then they played. What's that? And then they played. They played ball. Yeah, they 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 played ball. So I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, I hear you. I I, I wouldn't look at. It, I, I don't look at it like that. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't look at it like that. Um, that's a short time to, um, I, I look at it, I'll say this. It is a short uh, time to turn around and go back yeah. and play basketball. It is. And that's what I'll say. Now, I'll I, I, I'll say this. They they should just go ahead and play basketball to get things back the way they were. Yeah. Um, but, and, and I get that it's unfair and, you know, you don't necessarily want to do it. You want time to rest and do all those things. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, I wouldn't. I would. I wouldn't. My response to players wouldn't be, 
well, shit, you had four months off, so you know, suck it up. I, I would, mm-hmm. I would approach it with a little, mm-hmm. a little more uh, understanding, I guess. Right. Um, but that wasn't me talking to the players. That was me talking to like fans that say, "Hey, you know, these players, you know, aren't going to have time to turn back around and you know start the season." That wasn't me talking to players. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, to those fans, I, you know, that's. I wouldn't I wouldn't look at it like that. I would look, I get it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Business is business. Business is business. There you go. Business is business. Business is business cuz everyone knows come Christmas time they 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 get the viewership when mm-hmm. they when they put those games on Christmas. They don't want to miss that, especially after missing all the revenue from COVID-19, the fact that they couldn't get their arenas full, the, the fact now they, they lost revenue on that. Level. No, no, okay. no. They 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 want to get fans in the seats. That's like the first step to you know trying so to get things back into them. normal. They're going they're going to do what the NFL is doing essentially. Yes, basically, basically. Okay. And okay. you know what? I I, I got to be honest. I, I probably would do the same thing if I was the the head of you know one of these organ these teams or these organizations. You, you lost. You lost. You lost revenue. <laughs> you gotta. You gotta find a way to recoup it somehow. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I understand. I, I, I'm, I'm indifferent about it because mm-hmm. people are still getting sick, man. And yeah, like, and I, and I, and I get it. People getting sick and they're talking about the second wave, and you know, and I, I'll be honest with you, I, I still don't know what that means when they talk about the second wave. I have no idea what that means. Mm-hmm. So right, yeah, I, yeah. I don't you know. know. Because because if they if if they're saying the second wave is more cases, then we've already kind of gone through it because we've been having cases every day, mm-hmm. <laughs> at least at least within the last month or two. We've been having cases every day. Now it's never they, slowed down. What's that? It's never slowed down. Yeah, it's 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 just, it's just never slowed down. Now, never- now if you're talking about. The number of deaths going up. If if you're saying that's what the second wave is, then okay. Now I I, I kind of understand what that's about because the number of deaths have gone down, you know, dramatically since maybe end of April, May ish. We haven't had a lot of deaths due to COVID. We've had a lot of cases. So no. we'll 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 see what you know. I'm still trying to learn what they what they're talking about there. And people yeah. are people already trying to clear the stores out already. It, it, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, if you got nothing else, man, shout out to everybody yeah. in the chat room. And shout out to Jordan Rosario, keeping it one hundred. Appreciate you. What's happening? Appreciate Big Kev, Big Kev three hundred three, the greatest from South Central. Appreciate everybody in the chat. Uh, just a few things before we get up on out of here. Y'all know where to find us. We got the website, Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast.com. Also, we got the Facebook page. We got the Instagram page at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Also, we are on Twitter at Barbershop SPOR2. You can also find Maestro Styles on Twitter at Maestro Styles, uh, Instagram at Maestro Styles, uh, me at Trey Frazier on Instagram. Uh, find us both on Facebook. We're all there. Um, you can find us on YouTube, so subscribe to the page if you don't, um, if you haven't yet. 
And if you got any questions or comments about the show, you can hit us up at barbershop sports talk one at gmail.com. So uh, that's it for the show. Uh, Maestro, it's been a good one, man. Gonna holler at you yes, next sir. week. Yes, and uh, yes, y'all, what's good? I said, uh, make sure you holler on Instagram live on Thursday. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, we, 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 we got to talk about the big, big matchup. Which I thought we were gonna do today, but we we can hash it out on uh, IG live on Thursday. So we 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 all good there. All right, y'all. Peace out. Y'all have a great week. Peace. In a rapidly changing world, people wonder more and more about where their food comes from and how it was grown. The farmers who grow America's corn understand how important this is and want to share the stories from our farms of how we are working to grow an incredible crop that can be an answer to sustainability questions and is grown by men and women who value the air, water, soil, and our natural resources just like you. To find out more about how corn farmers are working to feed and fuel a vibrant economy and healthy planet, visit NCGA.com. NCGA, a commitment to the future. The been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. 